0: Hey guys, what's going on? James Hill here, and welcome back to episode two of the Talkin' Bucks podcast. Really excited to have episode two today of this Talkin' Bucks podcast. For all of you lovely, lovely people out there on the internet, wherever you're listening to this on, be it Apple, Spotify, or any of the other podcasting platforms that are out there, I welcome you and I thank you for tuning in and listening. We have a very, very fun show today, in my opinion, talking about a topic that I know a lot of people have already talked about, but I wanted to take a really big deep dive, right? Really, really dive into this topic and talk about all of the options that will be available for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the quarterback position. This is something that I've been wanting to do for a little while now and thankfully I have the opportunity to do that in today's podcast episode. And again, I've seen, you know, some of my own colleagues talk about this on bucksnation.com. I've seen people all across social media on all the platforms, right? Talking about this topic. Who is going to be the next quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? It's a pretty strong question. It's an appropriate question because obviously after the retirement of Tom Brady, the Buccaneers have to find somebody, right? So what I did was I listed most of the Buccaneers options at the trade position and free agency guys who are already on the team and also hey I even threw in a couple of guys who could potentially come out of retirement in that list as well and for each quarterback I listed or I ranked I guess I should say rated rated is probably the right word I rated them on a scale of one to ten as to how likely I feel the Tampa Bay Buccaneers would realistically have them as their quarterback because of course I could put a guy like well you know Patrick Mahomes but you know I'm not going to do something like that when I looked at this list of guys when I was making this list I guess I should say I tried to be as realistic as I could possibly be especially in the field of potential trades that may go down somewhere along the line because of course I feel like it's important to be realistic with these types of topics you want to think about this as Again, realistically as you possibly can. But um, I'm very, very excited. Before we get into that list, however, I do have a pretty fun announcement. Myself, James Hill, is going to be going to the NFL Combine. I'm very, very excited. It's going to be a lot of fun. You know, hey, maybe we'll be able to get some Buccaneers content out there in the form of articles, maybe a podcast or two as well here on Talking Bucks. There is going to be a lot of cool opportunities out there in Indy at the Combine, and I'm going to be very, very excited to share any and all information I get from that Combine with all of you lovely people. So stay tuned for that because I think it is going to be a lot of fun. So... With that announcement out of the way, with the intro out of the way, let's go ahead and dive into this list, right? What the heck are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to do at the quarterback position? Let's go ahead and start with potential trade options. And again, just to clarify for all the people who are listening, I did rank each of these guys on a scale of 1 to 10 as to how likely I feel they will be the quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers so let's get the first couple of guys out of the way now on a you know coming in with a ranking of one out of ten so not very likely to be the quarterback of the Bucks. I have Aaron Rodgers Baker Mayfield and Derek Carr and in all three of these quarterbacks situations I guess I should say right It's just a matter of these teams are not going to want to trade their quarterbacks. We know what's going on with Aaron Rodgers right now. Will he retire? The Packers, they do want to keep him. They have said that time and time and time again. Makes sense. Aaron Rodgers is still one of the best quarterbacks in the entire NFL. I think that you could say he is pretty darn comfortably the best quarterback in the entirety of the NFC right now, so... Yeah, it makes sense that Aaron Rodgers would want to stay with the Green Bay Packers, and I don't think the Buccaneers would be able to get a trade done. Same thing can be said for guys like Baker Mayfield and Derek Carr. Their organizations, I think, like them a lot, more so in the case of Derek Carr maybe than Baker Mayfield, but... A trade just doesn't seem like it would be on the cards with those two teams, being the Cleveland Browns in the case of Baker Mayfield and the Las Vegas Raiders in the case of Derek Carr. So with that being said, you know, I think these three guys, I don't see it as a very likely trade candidate for the Bucs. I think that uh, these teams are going to be more than content to keep their quarterbacks and just see what they've gotten these three guys coming into the next season of play. But moving on from those three guys, we have four guys here who I have listed as a two out of 10 in terms of likelihood of being the quarterback of the Bucks, And those four quarterbacks are Ryan Tannehill, Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, and Kirk Cousins. And in all four of these guys' cases, the reason I have them on two out of 10s rather than one out of 10s with Baker Mayfield, Derek Carr, and Aaron Rodgers is because there's been more rumors surrounding these quarterbacks, right? In the case of Ryan Tannehill and Kirk Cousins, it's more of a situation of maybe these teams being the Tennessee Titans and the Minnesota Vikings. Maybe they're looking at the possibility of upgrading at the position, which could mean they move on from Tannehill and Kirk Cousins. In the case of Jalen Hurts and Kyler Murray, That one is definitely more so rumors, speculation, and whatnot. Are the Eagles sold on Jalen Hurts? Are the Cardinals sold on Kyler Murray? These have been some legitimate discussions that I've seen out there on the social media platforms and other parts of the internet as well. But the reason I have these four guys ranked a two out of 10 is because, you know, most, you know, much like in the case of guys like Rodgers, Mayfield, and Carr. With these four quarterbacks, will there be some rumors and some speculation? Yes, probably more so than guys like Mayfield and Carr. Maybe Rodgers gets a little bit more speculation, same as these guys. But I think ultimately all four of these teams will probably keep their quarterbacks. I don't think Tannehill is going to go anywhere. I think the general manager of the Titans and the head coach and whatnot have said, you know, hey, Ryan Tannehill's our quarterback. Same thing with uh, Kirk Cousins. Same thing with Kyler Murray. The only one that's really, really interesting, I think, is Jalen Hurts. If the Philadelphia Eagles feel they can land a upgrade, a better option at the quarterback position, maybe they do move on from Jalen Hurts. And I really do like Jalen Hurts. I think he is going to be a bright, bright young quarterback in this league for a good amount of years. I would love him to be on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers personally, but again, I just don't think it's going to be that likely. I think the Eagles would be hard-pressed to find an upgrade over Jalen Hurts considering the price tag for quarterbacks these days the lack of a strong free agency market at the quarterback position and draft as well. We'll talk about at least the free agency portion here in a little bit. So ultimately, I think all four of these quarterbacks are going to stay at their respective teams, which is why I have them at a two out of 10. But the rumors and speculation and whatnot does get them slightly above the quarterbacks who are listed at a one out of 10. And then going yet another tier above that at a three out of 10. We have two quarterbacks here. They are Russell Wilson of the Seattle Seahawks and a name that might surprise some people, Jared Goff of the Detroit Lions. Now, let's go ahead and start with Jared Goff because I know, you know, we're going to have a lot to say on Russell Wilson. But in the case of Jared Goff, You know, there is no speculation right now. There are no rumors that are connecting Jared Goff to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Lions may want to move on from him in this upcoming offseason. That is a possibility. They may take a quarterback in the NFL draft. And, you know, who knows? Maybe they have him learn behind Jared Goff and just roll with a situation like that. But I think that maybe given enough time... Maybe if the Buccaneers, you know, don't get their first couple of options at the position, they go to their second tier of options, at least in the trade market, I guess I should say. I think Jared Goff's name would potentially come up. Because, you know, Jared Goff with the Rams, you know, with St. Louis, L.A. Rams, he went to multiple playoff runs. Heck, he played in a Super Bowl. He has good you know, playoff caliber experience. He's still relatively young. I believe he's in his late 20s. So he could be your quarterback for a couple of years, though, or there, I guess I should say. And and I'm not going to say that Jared Goff is going to give you spectacular play, right? I think Jared Goff is a top 20 quarterback, but again, he's not going to single-handedly win you games, much like what we saw Tom Brady do for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers the past two seasons. Jared Goff is not going to give you that, but much like we saw with the Rams, you can scheme around Jared Goff. You can build a team around Jared Goff and you can do some good things. I think Jared Goff would be a good fit for a Bruce Arians, Byron Leftwich, you know, vertical passing system that they have on the team currently. And Again, like I said, there's nothing set in stone right now. There's no connections being made. I'm not going to sit here and say, well, according to my sources, because I don't have sources. But I will say, if the Tampa Bay Buccaneers aren't able to get their first tier of options at the quarterback position, maybe Jared Goff's name comes up somewhere down the line. The Detroit Lions, they could very well move on from a guy like Jared Goff this offseason, given that their team is definitely in a rebuilding flux kind of a situation right now and who knows you know who knows jared goff could be a guy on the move i guess at the end of the day we'll have to wait and see but i have him as a three out of ten given where the lions are as a franchise right now and also given the possibility of the buccaneers realistically maybe having to look at a guy like jared goff somewhere down the line but now let's get to the big one you know here at the three out of ten russell wilson Right. Why do I have Russell Wilson on here as a three out of 10? James, are you out of your mind is what I expect people to be saying here, listening to this portion of the podcast. And folks, let me tell you this. You know, do I think the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will call the Seattle Seahawks about Russell Wilson? Yes, I 100% believe they do. You see the reports that are already out there saying the Buccaneers are going to try to take a big swing at the quarterback position. They have been linked to Russell Wilson already. They've been doing extensive homework on him, right? There is reason to believe that the Buccaneers, yes, they really want Russell Wilson. Of course they do. He's a very, very good quarterback. He's probably the second best quarterback in the NFC behind Aaron Rodgers. However. I have him on here as a 3 out of 10 for really one simple reason. It takes two to tango in a trade, right? Both teams need to be willing to accept a trade and, you know, pull off a trade. And there's been no indication from the Seattle Seahawks that they are willing to move on from Russell Wilson if they were ready to move on from Russell Wilson again in my opinion here uh, Pete Carroll would have retired right but he stayed he said he's not interested in a rebuild he stayed he said okay uh, we're gonna see what we can do here in Seattle to try and win as many games as possible next year you don't trade your franchise quarterback if you have that mindset I think that there is a very real possibility that the Seahawks trade Russell Wilson next offseason because by that point you know, Pete Carroll may be retired, you know, Russell Wilson may be a little bit more disgruntled with the franchise than he already is, which obviously that being disgruntled has led to all these different types of trade demand rumors and all these different team types of things that have been out there on the internet already. But again, I just think right now, as it stands, the Seattle Seahawks are going to be focused on winning now, with Pete Carroll in what may potentially be his final year, if he does decide to retire, and if that is the case, if you are in a win now mode, you don't trade away Russell Wilson. If you're if you are the Seattle Seahawks, so with that being said, that's why I have Russell Wilson as a three out of ten. I 100 believe that he will be one of, if not the top option for the Bucks, based on all the reports we've been seeing so far, but. I just don't realistically think that Russell Wilson will get traded from Seattle at any point in this offseason. You know, hey, things could change, right? I could be 100% wrong about what I'm saying right now regarding Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. We might find out tomorrow or next week that, oh, actually, you know, the Seahawks are ready to trade Russell Wilson. And at that point, you know, hey. Bump Russell Wilson up to like an 8 out of 10 or something, or a 7 out of 10 probably. Um, you might have to put him as the top guy on a list like this. But for right now, as it stands, based on everything we know, all the information we have, give Russell Wilson a 3 out of 10. Don't think it is super, super likely right now. Moving on to the second highest tier of the trade candidates, this quarterback is ranked at a 5 out of 10. The two quarterbacks above him are ranked at a 6 out of 10, but at at the uh, 5 out of 10 ranking here or rating, I guess I should say, I have Texans quarterback Deshaun Watson. Now, let me go ahead and say this. I am not going to get into any of the off-field stuff that Deshaun Watson is dealing with right now. You know, you could probably talk a whole hour plus about that in a different podcast episode or something along those lines. And if you guys don't know what's going on with that, Google it, folks. I mean, everybody's been talking about it for many, many weeks, months now. But, you know, that's the first thing that got us to get settled, right? Is will Deshaun Watson even be able to play in the NFL this upcoming season? It's it's a very legitimate question, and that is one that needs to be answered before any type of trade can be done, in my opinion. However, if Deshaun Watson is able to play in the NFL, and the -the off-the-field issues that he is dealing with right now get cleared up, I have no doubt in my mind that Deshaun Watson would probably be the number one option uh, after, well, not even after Russell Wilson. You know, you could argue that he would be the number one option, even with Russell Wilson, because here's the thing regarding the Houston Texans, Deshaun Watson, potential trade situation right now. Out of all the guys that I have listed so far up to this point, not including the two other guys I'll be talking about here in a moment, Deshaun Watson is a guy that you know for sure is going to get traded this offseason. The Texans have said it basically time and time again here that, yes, they are going to trade Deshaun Watson. So, yeah, a deal is going to get done. It's all just a matter of who is going to make that trade. The The Buccaneers already have the other team willing to say, yes, we are willing to move on from this quarterback. And I've said this in other social media platforms and whatnot, folks, if you get a guy like Deshaun Watson, you are getting a franchise quarterback for the next 10 plus years. And There's a lot of very deep questions that need to be asked facilitating a trade for a guy like Deshaun Watson, and if people feel okay with making a trade based on all the the off-the-field stuff that I've been talking about here a couple of times already on this podcast, but I have it ranked as a 5 out of 10 because I feel that Bruce Arians has You know, praised Deshaun Watson in the pre draft process in the past, right? Same thing with Watson. He praised Bruce Arians in the past in the pre draft process. There is a mutual interest there. The Texans are reportedly, you know, of course, ready to move on, willing to move on from Deshaun Watson. The Buccaneers have been doing, again, extensive homework on Deshaun Watson, much like what they have been doing with Russell Wilson. And A report came out recently that says that Deshaun Watson has the Tampa Bay Buccaneers on his radar, which adds another wrinkle to this whole situation. So it seems like there's some level of mutual interest there between Deshaun Watson and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The Texans are going to be willing to trade Deshaun Watson. Is it going to cost a lot? Yes, it 100% would cost a lot to trade for Deshaun Watson, but as I said, You'd be getting a franchise quarterback for the next 10-plus years, um, but there are a lot of difficult questions that need to be answered in a type of trade like that. And Right now, as it stands as of the recording of this podcast, we don't even know if Deshaun Watson will be able to play in this upcoming season. But if he is, I give it a 5 out of 10 that Deshaun Watson would be the Buccaneers quarterback. And then finally, folks, the last two guys I have, at least in the trading category, Uh, for options for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the quarterback position are Indianapolis Colts quarterback Carson Wentz and San Francisco 49ers quarterback Jimmy Garoppolo, who I both have listed at a 6 out of 10. The reason I have these two guys, again, much like in the case of Deshaun Watson, both these guys, at least for the most part, are expected to get traded or moved from their teams in the case of Carson Wentz, heck, he might be outright released. So the Buccaneers could potentially get him as a free agent. But of course, I think the Colts would want to trade him at first. And, you know, I really do like Carson Wentz. I think he is an underrated quarterback. I think that he, you could argue he is a top 15, top 18 quarterback in this league. I really do like Carson Wentz. I think he can get the job done. At the quarterback position. And much like in the case of a guy like Jared Goff, who I feel that Carson Wentz is better than, you can build around Carson Wentz. You can. If you put a solid team around Carson Wentz, I think you have a playoff caliber team, which is what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers want at the end of the day. And Wentz is still young. He's still in his late 20s. He can still give you some good football for a good amount of years. And I I think it's a pretty realistic, legitimate option for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. If they are not able to get their first options, guys like Russell Wilson and Deshaun Watson, I would highly expect them to go for a guy like Carson Wentz. Same thing with Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, the guy's played in a Super Bowl. The guy has won Super Bowls, technically, is, you know, with the New England Patriots. He's been to the playoffs multiple, multiple times. If you put a good team around Jimmy Garoppolo he can win you games. Are there questions about his clutchness and his consistency? Yes, of course, it's been frustrating at times to see Jimmy Garoppolo in his inconsistencies. But again, I don't look at this as, you know, who I want to be the Buccaneers quarterback. I look at this at a realistic circumstance here. And realistically speaking, Jimmy Garoppolo is a pretty realistic option in my opinion. I mean, You know, the Buccaneers are going to have a lot of, you know, high tier players still on this team. They are still going to be a playoff caliber team if they are able to get a quarterback who can keep the ship steady, is experienced enough to know what they're doing, and can guide this offense. Those are guys like Carson Wentz and like Jimmy Garoppolo, which is why I have them on the top. Of the trade list here at a six out of 10 in terms of likelihood of them being the quarterback of the Bucks. Could be completely wrong, by the way. That's an important thing to note. I could be 100% wrong on that front. But, you know, again, at the end of the day, we'll wait and see. But in terms of trade options for the Bucks at the quarterback position, the two most likely candidates I have are Carson Wentz and Jimmy Garoppolo at a six out of 10. Following that with Deshaun Watson at a 5 out of 10. Now Let's go ahead. Let's dive into free agency. This one doesn't necessarily have as many options. I have a lot of guys on here at a 1 out of 10. And we're just going to kind of go through them in a quick round succession. Uh, Josh Rosen, 1 out of 10. You know, the Buccaneers had him on the practice squad the about a year and a half ago. And the talks, the rumors is that they didn't love What they saw, Josh Rosen, he won't be the starting quarterback for the Bucs. I think he'll go be a backup somewhere in free agency. Cam Newton, I put him on here for the memes. Uh, It would be fun to see Cam Newton in a Buccaneers uniform just because of the sheer craziness of seeing that be a thing. But, you know, in my opinion, Cam Newton, I think he's done. I mean, I think his starting days are pretty much over in the NFL, I think he'll go to be a backup quarterback for a team, maybe like the Baltimore Ravens, back up Lamar Jackson, and, you know, that might be where Cam Newton ends his career, that might be, you know, heck, he might not even go to free agency, Cam Newton might just end up retiring outright, so, no, I don't think Newton would be the quarterback of the Bucks either, nor would I really want Cam Newton to be the quarterback of the Bucks either, uh, Jameis Winston, I have him on here as a one out of ten, That would be the most Tampa Bay Buccaneers thing in the world to have Jameis Winston come back at the quarterback position after two years of Tom Brady. But, you know, that doesn't happen in the NFL. Guys, especially quarterbacks, do not really go back to their old teams like that. I don't know if Jameis Winston will re-sign with the New Orleans Saints. I think he'd be a good fit for a team like Pittsburgh. But um, ultimately, I don't think he will sign with the Bucs. Jacoby Brissett, you know, Joe Flacco, Mitchell Trubisky, all three of these guys were backup quarterbacks. Joe Flacco with the Jets, Mitchell Trubisky with the Bills, Jacoby Brissett with the Dolphins. I like all three of these guys as capable veteran backup quarterbacks, but they're not meant to be with the Bucs. I think they'll go to different teams, be backup quarterbacks, high tier backup quarterbacks at that. Maybe they'll fight for a starting position somewhere else, but I really don't think it's going to be with the Bucks. Um, I do like B- Jacoby Brissett, though. I'm a big Jacoby Brissett fan, but looking at this in terms of a realistic lens, no. Jacoby Brissett, Joe Flacco, Mitchell Trubisky, I don't think those guys would be heavily considered by the Bucs. Similar thing, finally, with Marcus Mariota here, who is the last guy at a 1 out of 10. Um, just probably isn't viewed in the league that much as a starting quarterback anymore. You know, could Marcus Mariota go to a team like the Washington Commanders and maybe start some games for them? Sure, but you could say that for a lot of guys that I just mentioned, like a Jameis Winston, like a Jacoby Brissett, like a Joe Flacco, maybe a Mitchell Trubisky. Um, This is a group of guys that I feel are more suited to be backup quarterbacks in the case of guys like Rosen, Brissett, Mariota, Flacco, Trubisky, or just go and have starting opportunities elsewhere like in the case of Jameis Winston and maybe Cam Newton if you have that much faith in him. But anyway, for those six quarterbacks, seven quarterbacks, I guess I should say, I don't think they will be heavily considered in free agency by the Bucks. Next, coming in at a 2 out of 10, I have Tyrod Taylor, and you know what? I think that the Buccaneers would at least somewhat consider Tyrod Taylor. I have him as the same rating as guys like Ryan Tannehill, Jalen Hurts, Kyler Murray, Kirk Cousins, because I think there would be a little bit of consideration there in Tyrod Taylor in free agency, right? If you can't make a trade for a quarterback, it just cannot be done, I think that they would at least consider a little bit of a potential Tyrod Taylor signing, at least bring the guy in to compete, right? I think that's something that would, again, at least be a little bit considered by the Bucks. I don't think they'd be crazy for considering that either. I, I really do like what Tyrod Taylor brings to the quarterback position. I think he has been screwed time and time and time again. The guy has never really gotten the shot that I think that he truly deserves to be a full-time, full-starting quarterback for multiple seasons with a team, except for a year in Cleveland, a couple of years in Buffalo, and you know what, he did good in those opportunities, in my opinion. So, who knows, maybe if they are really, really stretched and pressed for options, maybe they do sign a guy like Tyrod Taylor to, at the very least, come in and compete. Coming in now at a 3 out of 10 for free agency, I have Andy Dalton. You know, people people do not like Andy Dalton, right? He was the backup for the Dallas Cowboys, he was the starter, and then the backup for the Chicago Bears, but Andy Dalton has made the playoffs multiple, multiple times, back whenever he was the starting quarterback for 8 years with the Cincinnati Bengals, so He has a very healthy amount of starting quarterback experience and a very healthy amount of playoff experience. Now, did he win any of those playoff games? Well, no, not necessarily, but Andy Dalton, in my opinion, is a guy that you could still build around, you know, build a strong team around him. And I think Andy Dalton could be a guy who steadies the ship. Right, you know, kind of like a guy like Jared Goff is is who I would put in the same category with Andy Dalton. He's not going to be a guy that single handedly wins you games, but he's going to be a solid veteran quarterback presence that, if you've got enough pieces around him, you know, hey, maybe he could get you into the playoffs as a wild card team. But I know a lot of people aren't going to be very excited and very high on Andy Dalton, which I, I also feel is understandable. Um, but I did have him as a three out of 10 because who knows maybe the Buccaneers would consider that considering he has so much playoff experience and he has been a capable starting quarterback in the league so many years in his career finally at the top of the free agency list here folks coming in I actually originally had this as a four out of ten on the rating list but now I want to move it up to maybe a six in terms of the realistic rating or heck maybe even a 7 um and that's teddy bridgewater and you know some of my colleagues at bucks nation and you know all on the internet and whatnot i know that they have blasted me for this take before right and i read the book you know i read a season in the sun a book that was written after the tampa bay buccaneers super bowl win and in that book it talks about how The Tampa Bay Buccaneers, if they could not have gotten Tom Brady in free agency, Teddy Bridgewater was very well going to be their quarterback. And I take those words in that book to heart. You know, the Buccaneers have expressed interest in Teddy Bridgewater in the past. Granted, that was two years ago now, but there was still a good amount of interest there. The Buccaneers felt that they could get to the playoffs with Teddy Bridgewater. I really don't think that that thought process is going to change too, too much after a couple of years. Teddy Bridgewater, he went to the Carolina Panthers. They were not a good team. To be honest, they got worse when they got rid of Teddy Bridgewater. And then the Denver Broncos, they did some decent things with Teddy Bridgewater at the quarterback position. He did suffer a couple of injuries along the way. So I really think that the Buccaneers may sit there and think, look, if we can't trade for a guy or heck, maybe they even do trade for a guy and they still say, look, let's sign Teddy Bridgewater. We wanted him a couple of years ago. He's a free agent. Once again, he's not a bad quarterback. We've seen Teddy Bridgewater in the past. He can do some good things with the ball in his hands. I think that he would be an overall decent scheme fit for a Bruce Arians, Byron Leftwich style of offense, and I think he would be heavily considered by the Bucks. Again, I've got no insider info on this, folks. I've got no, you know, secret information or whatnot. I'm going purely off of re- what I read in a book um, not too long ago, but I think it would make sense. I think, in my opinion, Teddy Bridgewater is one of the better free agent quarterbacks out there, probably number one or number two. If you want to put a guy like Jameis Winston at number one, I guess I can't fault you too, too much for that, but Teddy Bridgewater is certainly up there, and I think the Buccaneers would definitely be able to make the playoffs with a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. I put him in a similar category with guys like Carson Wentz and Jimmy Garoppolo. You can build around Teddy Bridgewater, you can give him good weapons, and he can go out there, keep the ship steady, and do enough to help you win enough games to get to the playoffs. That's what I think about Teddy Bridgewater. The potential interest is there as well. If the Buccaneers do struggle to find a trade partner, I think that Teddy Bridgewater would probably be their first option in the free agent market, unless something crazy happens. That's why I have Teddy Bridgewater as a six, heck, maybe even a seven out of 10 in terms of being the next quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Finally, we're going to go to kind of a quick fire here, folks. We have guys who are already on the team. Kyle Trask, I have him at a 2 out of 10. The Buccaneers have come out and they've said that they love Kyle Trask's progression. I do believe that 100%, but also they're trying to win games now and what is potentially Bruce Arians last year on the team. I don't think that Kyle Trask is in a good enough position right now to lead the Buccaneers to a playoff run. I think he will continue to develop on their bench as a backup quarterback, maybe even the second string quarterback Um, when everything is said and done. Ryan Griffin, one out of 10. He's not going to be the starting quarterback for the Bucks. It's just point blank. Simple as that. I know a lot of people like Ryan Griffin, but, you know, again, he uh, he's just not going to be the starting quarterback. Uh, It's as simple as that. Blaine Gabbert, this one's actually pretty interesting. I have him as a four out of 10. I have him above guys like Russell Wilson and Jared Goff. Um, I have him basically the fourth highest, The sorry, the fifth highest likely quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in this upcoming season because, you know, the more reports, the more talk that comes out here, right? Bruce Arians says, I love Blaine Gabbert. Jason Light says, I love Blaine Gabbert. And it's like, man. What what is, the, what is the pull here? And I love Blaine Gabbert, right? I do. He's the gift of Gabbert. For anybody who knows me on social media, you know I am a big Blaine Gabbert fan. But you got to ask yourself this question, and the Buccaneers will ask themselves this question. Can you go to the playoffs with Blaine Gabbert? Can you maybe, you know, some way, shape, or form conceive yourself winning a Super Bowl with Blaine Gabbert, and I think the conclusion that they're going to come to is no. You know, Bruce Arians has said, you know, hey, Blaine Gabbert, the most underrated player in the NFL. I don't know where all this love for Blaine is coming from. I think it's great because, again, I am a fan of the gift of Gabbert, but I think that realistically thinking about it, I'm going to put Gabbert below guys like Deshaun Watson, like Carson Wentz, like Jimmy Garoppolo, and like Teddy Bridgewater. But I'm going to have him above a healthy amount of guys just because of all the reports that have been out there involving Blaine Gabbert and how much the organization likes him. Um, he is unre—he is a free agent, so the Buccaneers will have to re-sign him. I'm going to assume that that does get done. And we'll have to wait and see. He may be the guy. He may not be the guy. Who knows? I don't think he would be the Buccaneers' first option, obviously. Uh, But I still give it a 4 out of 10 because, hey, I'm a sucker for the gift of Gabbert and all of the internet chatter that is making basically everybody's minds melt. I am here for that. Finally, I have four people potentially returning from retirement. I have it on retirement returns here. Tom Brady returning one out of 10 folks. I think he's done despite what all the chatter on social media and national media and whatnot. I think Tom Brady's done. He's got a, some type of road trip series coming out soon. He's got all these other things that he's investing in. Tom Brady's going to take it easy. He is going to stay retired. Philip rivers, drew Brees, Andrew luck folks. Again, none of these guys are going to come out of retirement. I put them on here just because I really wanted to be thorough with my coverage of this topic, but I don't see anybody coming out of retirement to join the Tampa Bay Buccaneers as their quarterback and make some crazy run at a Super Bowl with a a Phillip Rivers or a Drew Brees or a Tom Brady. I just don't think anything like that is going to happen. I think the Buccaneers, first and foremost are going to look at trade options. They're going to look at Russell Wilson. They're going to look at Deshaun Watson, probably as their top two guys. If they can't get those guys, they may pivot. They may transition to two guys like Carson Wentz, like Jimmy Garoppolo. And then if they can't get those guys, they may look to a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. Heck, they they may consider, you know, okay, well, it's either we trade for Carson Wentz We trade trade for Jimmy Garoppolo or we sign Teddy Bridgewater. Which one do you guys want to do? I think ultimately they would probably sign Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, Right now, as I have it ranked, I have Teddy Bridgewater, Jimmy Garoppolo, Carson Wentz, basically tied. Maybe you give Teddy Bridgewater a little bit of the edge there, maybe at a 7 out of 10. Jimmy Garoppolo, Carson Wentz at a 6 out of 10 as the most likely three guys to be the next quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. After that, you have Deshaun Watson. After that, you have Blaine Gabbert. Then you have guys like Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, Andy Dalton. Um, after that, you have guys like Tyrod Taylor, Tannehill, Hurts, Murray, Cousins. And then after that, you've got a whole slew of guys. Also, you got Gabbert in there as well after Deshaun Watson at a 4 out of 10. So... It's going to be really interesting. The Buccaneers are going to have a lot, and I mean a lot of options at the quarterback position, so many different routes that they could go. But I feel, looking at this realistically, if you want to do an affordable deal, be it a trade or a free agency signing, you want to have a decent chance to go to the playoffs and do as much as you can in what may potentially be Bruce Arians last year, I think it's going to ultimately boil down to a person like Teddy Bridgewater, a guy like Carson Wentz, or Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, After that, maybe maybe they do swing a trade for Deshaun Watson. Maybe Blaine Gabbert is the quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But I think that if you want everything that I just said, you're going to look for a guy like Bridgewater, you're going to look for a guy like Wentz, or maybe a guy like Garoppolo, and look, these thoughts, these opinions, they could change by next week, right, we could be making a podcast next week that says, oh, well, by the way, you know, after new reports, after new discussions and whatnot, it actually turns out that this is what the Buccaneers are going to do at the quarterback position. We don't know yet. We won't know for probably a couple more weeks. I know a lot of people are anxious. A lot of people want this to get decided on very, very soon. And I think a decision will come very, very soon. We just have to be patient. So folks, you know, I want you guys to sound off on social media. I want you guys to sound off in reviews and comments and all these different types of things, right? What do you think is the most realistic option for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at the quarterback position? I would love to read and hear your guys' thoughts and opinions as always. But I thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I'm going to go ahead And end it off. And I don't have a topic for the next podcast yet. If you guys do have any topics, again, let me know on social media or somewhere down the line. And again, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you guys all enjoyed. I will talk to you all in the next episode of the Talkin' Bucks podcast. But until then, and as always, guys, goodbye for now. And go Bucks!